Hey everyone, welcome to the Harvest Rochester podcast. Harvest Rochester is a non-denominational, Bible-believing, Christ-exalting church located in Rochester, Minnesota. My name is Brent Thomas. I am the worship and creative arts pastor at Harvest, and for the next few weeks, we will be discussing Harvest Momentum, an initiative in our church that has us relocating from Kellogg Middle School to John Marshall High School starting on April 14th. We'll be discussing details and logistics of that move, as well as leaning into the spiritual journey that God has us on. So fasten your seatbelts, everybody, because here we go. So here we are, the official first episode of the Harvest Rochester podcast. Last week was kind of a setup for Harvest Momentum. And episode number one is all about anchors and allies. What is that? Sounds like a board game or the new edition of Call of Duty, and maybe it will be, but for now, Anchors and Allies is the new serving initiative we launched this weekend in tandem with Harvest Momentum. Obviously, with such a big shift in our church logistically, where we are meeting, what time we're meeting, number of services, all of that would require a revamping of how our teams operate on a Sunday morning. Now, when we set out to develop a system for serving in this new environment, the thing we wanted to avoid, like the plague, was for it to be all about X amount of people fitting into Y amount of roles and solving a giant math problem and calling it good. No, like we've said, this is a spiritual journey, and we believe a quality disciple worships, walks with, and works for Christ on a regular basis. It's who they are. It's not an assignment, it's an identification. Because I am a follower of Christ, I naturally do these things. I can't help it. It's who I am. See, I grew up in church. One of those same pew every Sunday, every service, every potluck, every event, we were there type of church kids. And serving at church always seemed like a punishment to me. Or when you did serve, it was like the leader would desperately cling to you and ask you to never leave. And serving in children's ministry is always this running joke of never having enough servers, always needing more help, everyone who is serving is burnt out. And that's just the perception I had growing up. And as I got older and I started to serve in the churches I attended, it was reinforced even more. And then I remember being a part of a church plant when I was in college, before I moved out here to Minnesota. And serving in a church plant was different. Because it wasn't just someone assigning you a role. You had a lot of ownership. You were an entrepreneur. You could bring as little or as much energy as you wanted. But the vision among everyone to build something where people could encounter the living God was so strong that you wanted to give it everything you had. And man, there there was so much momentum in that. And the interesting thing is that I started to figure out that it wasn't just because it was a church plant. It was the culture that was set in that church that working for Christ isn't meaningless. It has a huge impact on other people, and it helps fulfill the mission of making disciples. I want to paint you a scenario a bit. Think about a person who's been invited to church for the first time, and they actually decide to come. Right, So they wake up that morning, they get in their car, and they drive to the address, and as they pull in, what do they see? They see somebody rocking an orange vest and holding a flag or a sign with a big smile on their face, directing them to a great spot to park. 
And then they get out of their car and they head to the front door and someone opens the door for them, shakes their hand, says, hey, welcome to church. It's so good to see you. Now they are inside and they get a couple more hellos and then somebody walks up to them and introduces themselves and offers to walk with them to check in their kids. So they walk them over to the kids check in and introduce them to someone who can help them get their kids checked in, show them to their classrooms and answer any questions. Once that's done, now they can make their way to the worship center where someone, again, smiles, says hello, gives them some resources for the service, helps them find a seat, and then the service starts. And they're able to follow along with the words on the screen because there's a lyrics operator. They're enveloped in the sound because of the production team. They're invited to participate by the worship team. They're given relevant next steps and information about how to get connected by the host. They hear the love of God through the word of God from the teaching pastor. They're invited to have someone pray with them from the prayer team. Then they get invited to guest encounter where they can engage with some people, feel loved on, they get a gift, they eat a donut, and then they go pick up their kids who can't stop talking about the things they did in class and showing them the pictures they colored, the craft they made, and then they get in their car and drive home. Then later that week, because they filled out a connect register in the service, because there's a database team that's entering that information, they get an encouraging text from someone on the Next Steps team. And a couple days later, they receive a handwritten note from someone who prayed over them. How do you think that person feels about that whole experience? I'd say they feel pretty positive and would probably come back again next week. Now, did you notice nowhere in that story did I mention anything about that person getting saved or having their life completely altered because of the scenarios with the volunteers? Here's the deal. God provides the growth in that scenario. There is no magic formula for manifesting God's presence and power. There's nothing miraculous in the things I described. God is the only power in those things. The role we can play is being a vehicle for God's love towards those who are looking for it. What an opportunity. Almost every Sunday since our launch in 2011, it has been somebody's first Sunday at Harvest Rochester. That means that every weekend is a chance for this scenario to play out in real life. And when we work for Christ, we get to be a big player in a much larger story in someone else's life. I uh, just started a book called Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. It's been around for a little bit. It's a bestseller, and it has revolutionized the service industry's understanding of how to reach and serve their customers. It's not necessarily a a biblically-based book, but some of the principles apply greatly to how the church should view serving. Basically, the framework is this. A character has a problem, meets a guide who gives them a plan, and calls them to action, which has results. Now, the result of that action in our case is up to God. But looking at our role, we are not the main character. And that's one of the biggest shifts that can happen in our understanding of working for Christ. It's not about you. It's not about me. We're not the main character. In our scenario from earlier, the main character is the person coming to church for the first time. And they have a problem. They may not even know what that problem is. Or maybe they're faced with that problem every day. They don't have community. They have an addiction they can't be. They're in a situation they don't know how to get out of. They're looking for purpose and passion in their life, and every place they turn is a dead end. 
and then they walk into church. Enter the guides. That's us. That is our role. We get to be the guides on their spiritual journey. And we present a plan and call them to action. And then our prayer is that that call to action would result in them realizing their need for a Savior and believing that Jesus Christ is that Savior, and that would help them arrive to their true purpose in life, to glorify the living God. Now, going to church and even entering into a relationship with Jesus doesn't fix every problem in life, but it does clarify every problem and give us a path forward. That's what a guide is trying to do. We can't make the decisions and live the lives for the main character, but we can do everything in our power to show them the answer. Let's be guides, Harvest Rochester. So what does that look like going into April 14th? We're going to break this up into three things, anchors, allies, and small groups. First, anchors. There are currently a lot of anchors in our church, and there's opportunity to add more. What is an anchor? An anchor is someone who is currently serving or is willing to serve one to four times a month in a specific ministry. We have some anchors in Harvest Kids who serve on a certain team, and their team serves the first weekend of every month. They're the anchors. Some of our setup team members serve every week, and every week they're in the school, early morning, setting up, and they do that four times a month. They're the anchors. If you're interested in becoming an anchor, the minimum commitment is once a month. And that once a month can look different. Maybe you or your team is scheduled for the first Sunday of the month, but you pick up a shift that weekend, or you have a family vacation planned. Well, as an anchor, you're going to find another week to serve that month because anchors serve at least once a month. Then there are allies. Allies are partners to ministries who may not have the capacity or be in the season of life where they can fulfill the role of an anchor, but they can come alongside and partner with the ministry six times a year. So every other month, they're going to help out in certain ministries. Lastly, small groups. We are asking each of our small groups to be an ally, separate from other serving roles. We have about 30 small groups, so if each of our small groups took six Sundays a year, four in Harvest Kids, two in Harvest Welcome, that would greatly increase the impact we can have in our serving roles. And there's just something special about serving with your small group, the people you do life with. So anchors, at least once a month. Allies six times a year in certain ministries, and small groups will be serving as allies in Harvest Kids and Harvest Welcome. If you're not in a small group but can be an ally, that's awesome. We'd love for you to be a part of that. Now remember, we're not trying to fit everyone into a system. This is for you. We think this is the best way to live out a worship, walk, and work lifestyle at Harvest Rochester. This is a way to give a lot of opportunity to see the mission of making disciples played out on a Sunday morning. Harvest Kids is our biggest need because it's our greatest opportunity. These kids are the future of not only the church, but as disciples in the world. Investing in them now with the truth of God will have a massive return for the kingdom of God. Now we're asking you to sign up by filling out an Anchors and Allies card. We handed these out on Sunday. We'll have more this Sunday. But if you're not a paper and pen person, you can head over to harvestrochester.org momentum 
and fill out a digital version right now. So we are praying that God would stir in your hearts and call a lot of people in our church to step up and be an anchor or an ally in this next season of Harvest Rochester. We know that life together is way better than trying to do life alone, and serving in community makes us feel like we're a part of something that's way bigger than us. We can be a guide to the characters that have a problem and need us, and we can be a vessel for God to use us for His glory. That'll do it for this week's episode of the Harvest Rochester podcast. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode with updates on Harvest Momentum, and we'll be talking all things Good Friday and Easter. If you want more info, check us out at harvestrochester.org. That's harvestrochester.org. Or follow us on social media at Harvest Rochester. We are praying for God to continue to do a great work in and through us. And know this, Harvest, you are loved. Harvest.